mentioned Walkie as you walking in, Paul, and uh, the fans have spoken this week, about 2,000 of them, and he's the top of the pops in terms of players they'd like to see on the concourse and the Sir Alf Ramsey stand. As, a, as someone who grew up, obviously, in Scottish football yeah. and saw him playing, what was he? What, what did he mean to you as a player? It, it's funny, because I was brought up in the near way with Walkie, Douglas, Souness, Hansen, all them guys, and the, and the Scottish team was really, really good at that time. John Robertson, people like that. As I said, Douglas Hansen, go through them all soonest. Walk, you can strike him, go through them all, they had a right, right good side. And, and, they, and walk away his amount of goals he scored. But it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody else the other day there. When I was growing up, you could, you could virtually name that whole Ipswich team. Same, same way I could do the Norton Forest team in the 80s, the European Cup teams. And, and that's why team was a team that you could just, you could rhyme it off in your sleep. That's how that's how good they were, and and Walkie, if his goal scoring was thirty six goals, whatever it was for centre midfield, dear oh dear, you'd love to know what it would be in the market today. The game, the game's different, but the ball's still the same shape, and the goals are still the same size, and for to get that amount of goals, that, that's just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. And uh, as I said, I, I I have a laugh about him with the with the escape to victory thing. He had two lines and they were dubbed. <laughs> Which I just find incredibly funny, being, being Scottish, because people think we talk funny up there, you know. <laughs> and uh, even the movie, I can still see him in the movie, you know, the, the moustache, the handlebar moustache and things like that, you know. But he, uh, even when he comes in here, he's absolutely brilliant. And uh, my God, if you'd have put like that on your hands in this given day, I, I can understand why fans talk about him hold him in the high, highest regard. And I got asked the question myself for one player I could take to put in the team at the minute. And no disrespect by Terry and Mick Mills and people like that and Russell Osman or anything like that, because they were all brilliant in their day. I went for a walk myself, but just because you can score the amount of, amount of goals. Mm. You mentioned his market value there, which is difficult to put a price on. Yeah. We were talking to him last week about what he might potentially get paid if he was a, a, a player today yeah. doing what he did back then. Oh. Dear, oh dear. Put it this way, I don't think he would have to work again. He wouldn't be working for us, would he? Uh, no, he wouldn't. No, no. He'd, uh, oh dear, oh dear. It, I don't mind if you're a top player, get as much as you can at the game. Because it's a short, short career. If you're a top player, and you've earned it. But I think Walker was in an era where, same as myself, where winning was the most important thing. To win trophies was, was incredibly important to you as, to as a footballer. The money, I think, took over a good bit of the game. But was it? But I think the, the 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 great Liverpool team we played with as well. As I said, that team as well. You could round that off. The, the great team we played in here <laughs> in the in the eighties. His market value and his what he'd be worth would be would be phenomenal. You know. See, the only thing I've got against him is he he does an ambassador role here, and then he takes a blue tie off and puts a red one on, and he's up to Anfield. You know. So, uh, but he's brilliant. I, I I think I love him to death. I think he's been. He's been brilliant since we've come in, and I think he's an iconic figure for the club. He's, he's first class. We well, mentioned the red tie. There, I was going to say, is, it, is he welcome here on days like today after after Celtic's result last night, and the fact that oh, he's, he'll be gloating. Oh no, I forgot about that. Do you know that he'll be gloating for fun, him. You know, we have a we have a wind up anyway when he comes in because he's a big Rangers man. It's the only thing wrong with butcher and work. The Rangers man, you know. So I need to do something with that. So he he he, he gloats. Do I think Rangers will win the title? I think no. I think it's going to be too much for him. I think Celtic will. We'll win it. If work is in the day, I've got no doubt we'll probably have a little wind up with the with the Celtic result. 
But uh, no, he's a big Rangers man, and I think that's the only thing wrong with him. Is the Rangers man? Can we look ahead to Saturday? How's the how's your town squad looking? Obviously, there's going to be a couple of notable absentees, including Caden Jackson. After the red card, you decided not to not to appeal. I don't think we could because I think the the footage was it wasn't conclusive of that we could appeal. Are you with it? I don't think. It, and you've really got to prove the referee wrong. Like it was wrong. I couldn't I couldn't see enough footage to to go against that. And you didn't want to risk a rule of maybe getting another game on top of it. So, different if the game was on TV or a Sky game, we've got different different angles, but I, I, I couldn't see whether it was intentional or no intentional. Kane said it wasn't, but that's word, word against word. You've got to have that evidence of footage. Kane is not that type of player. That's, a, that's the thing I get, I don't get it. He's not that type of player to, to get his way and stamp on somebody or, or hurt someone. You must be gutted to be missing, you know, some key. Well, every game's key, isn't it, between mm. now and the end of the season? Yeah, but that's uh, for a disappointing uh, somebody else's fortune to go and try and try and uh, perform. So um, yeah, it's a blow. Uh, uh, James and Kane came out, but it's a chance for somebody else to go and go and, uh, go and perform. We have got another recognised striker, obviously in Freddie yeah. Sears. Teddy Bishop could yeah. can play as well. But how how close are they to to perhaps starting and, and maybe playing yeah. the full ninety minutes? Well, two of them done great to get back to where they are. Freddie was absolutely brilliant for us when we first come in. And then he gets injured with his knee. Bish, as you probably know a lot better than I do, has been big talent up and down with his injuries. But huge talent, but you've got to play for somebody to recognise how, how good you can be. So if we can keep the two of them fit, they're not too far away from, from, from games. I think that's important. And the big thing is for me, for them to be fat and healthy for the remainder of it. And and staying on the pitch. Freddie's, I think, in a really good place. Bish, because he's had a stop-start thing uh, with it, hopefully, hopefully touch wood, he's, he's going to be OK. Is it one of those with Freddie where you don't actually know until uh, he does do it? You, yeah. you perhaps, you, you talked last week post-match against Oxford about you know really having to go for it. Do you kind of have to do that with your yeah. selection now and, t- and take risks? I, yeah, but I wouldn't take a risk off somebody's health. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I think that's unfair to the player. It's unfair to the, the club as well and the teammates. I'll just chat with the lads and, and see where they are. I wouldn't take a risk off somebody's health. Never have done and I never will. If the guys are fit and they tell me they're fit and they feel good, the big thing for me will when Freddie gets a right good tackle and he walks up and he bounces up and he goes again, then I think, yeah. He's definitely come through that because you've got to remember that that injury is a bad, bad injury. But um, yeah, so far he's had little knocks, but no one real crunching one where he thought he's going to get back up from that. So that's, I guess, that will always be the one that that he's probably waiting for himself. Mm. And at the other end of the pitch, how's Kane Vincent Young progressing each week? And is he getting close to, to maybe be? Uh, being yeah. included in the match squad at some point soon? Well, he's on the grass with Danny. The two of them are doing really well. They're the, the, the physios and the, the fitness guys, so they're doing really well. He's kicking balls as well, Kane. The good thing about Kane is, is he's a naturally fit lad. His game time will be way down, but he's a naturally fit guy. And uh, again, kicking the balls a bonus because that was obviously giving him problems. But he's in a good place, so we'll just monitor him next week as well. Mm. Uh, in terms of Blackpool, since you last played at the two-all draw, they've obviously mm. had changes. Simon Grayson, who, who yeah. looked to be getting things right there, yeah. has, uh, has left the club. 
It's, it's crazy. Football's it's crazy. I thought Simon was doing doing a good job, but like, up until then, how long was how long do you mind? Keep changing, change, change, change. It's no good. It's no it's no no healthy. But Blackpool made that made that choice. I'm pretty sure Simon been in the game long enough to know what it's like with that. But I, I found it I found it a strange one. So I didn't really think it was it was justified that you know the strange one. What's it going to take for Town in, in terms of top six, 11 games to go? Is it yeah. what, are you looking at six, seven wins? And, and are you confident that yeah. the lads can achieve that given kind of you know the dip we've yeah. seen in recent months? Absolutely, no, absolutely. I think the, the guys, we're, we're still on the max. We have to break that barrier of of the, the fear factor of home. Definitely have to get that. The waveform has been really, really good. You have to break the barrier at home where, where but football wise, as I said before, if, I've watched the back the Oxford game with with four clear cut chances to put the ball in it and we lose the first goal where where they attack really. But we had four great chances and we'd have that Thomas you've got to score. That's 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 in a nutshell. When we play well like that you've got to score at that, that moment. If you don't do that it puts pressure on everybody. So we have to take our chances. We've got to give that freedom. Lads have got to have the freedom to go and play to make mistakes, which is fine. But you've got to be able to handle the expectancy level. We said that before, you've got to handle that, that expectancy level. But football wise, especially the first half. It was the same at Sunderland, we first half total dominant. You've got to score when you're on top. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Um, is the galling thing about this season, Paul, that you've got yourself in such a good position, you were top towards the end of January, you've yeah. kind of blown away the relegation hangover, got yeah. off to a good start. And now to kind of be chasing your tail a little bit to get yeah. into the playoffs is is disappointing, isn't it? I but I knew I knew I knew this that I said to you that at the beginning there's going to be bumps and bruises along here. I was never carried away because we were. I mean, we've only really came out the top six just the other week there. We're in top six all season, so I knew we were doing really really well. But I knew there was twists and turns going to happen. I knew we was never going to be able to sustain the start because it's a tough tough league and new injuries and the amount of games we had but we're still in a position to to do something make it ourselves we don't need to rely on any, anybody else we're still in a position and as a football player manager coach you you want things in your own hands and if you have if you've got that that's that's half the battle have you got a number of wins in mind that you think you need from these last 11 I think we just take them off game by game go to this one, one try and win this Try one Tuesday, try one Saturday. I think that's the way we 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 do that. If you if you say that the guys, the guys, you want the guys to be free in their head to to play. Just go and have the freedom to go and play. Just don't worry about anything else. Just go and enjoy playing football. You do that, the results will come. What has been the biggest factor? Do you think in going from first to ninth in, mm. in a short space of time? If you could, is there a number of factors? Would you would you put your finger on one thing? I think expectancy level in the club. That's uh, that's because uh, football wise, there's been I mean, you've you've came in a lot of the games. We've dominated a hell of a lot of games. You've got to score when you've got that that dominance. The level of expectancy, being especially being at home with, with, with so many people coming, they're like guys. Some of the guys are not used to it, but you can go through experienced guys with that as well. So you have to be used to that pressure of trying to win something. Football wise. There's been a hell of a lot of good stuff, chances, incredible. That's just fine, fine margins. That is, that's, that's. If you take care of that, then you're up there.
do you sense that sort of um, expectation levels are weighing on on your squad as a whole? You've said mm. whether it be senior players or young players, none of them have really no. experienced this sort of promotion yeah. pressure before. Do you sense that they're they're feeling that, and, and will they be better for it? Oh yeah, whatever yeah. happens. This I think year? I, I think Stuart, I think without a doubt. The way I view it at Switch Town is when, even if I wasn't here and I was coming to the stadium as somebody to, to watch a game, when I'd done an interview there in the 80s, you knew that Switch Town was a huge club. You knew the, the size of the stadium, you knew the, the level of what you were coming into. So when you sign here or you play here, you have to be able to handle that whole scenario where that, that's what comes with it. That's, that's what comes to the table where. You play here, you have to handle handle that. So, for me, it's it's not a problem because I played with big clubs. And I knew I had that all my life, this sort of feeling. So, but for these guys, it's new. A lot of these guys, even experienced guys, it's new for them. Big club, big fan base, big expense level. That's new. But once you master that, you virtually go through anything. That's it's just having that initial. And they, you answer your question, will they be better for it? 100% will be, yeah. 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 Uh, with the, going back to your, your team selection mm. for tomorrow, without Caden, um, with Freddie and Teddy both getting their fitness yeah. up, does, does that open the door perhaps for, for one of the younger lads? Uh, Dobra springs to mind that someone that you'd, you'd given a bit of game time to earlier in the season? Uh, yeah. What I don't want to do with the young ones is keep that pressure on and rely on the young ones to. to uh, to grasp the net, or as I said, different if we were a team full of total experienced guys, but we've got a lot of young guys as well. When I was breaking in, I had most experienced guys to help me playing. If Dobbs comes in, or other guys, Ben Morris, or Tommy Hughes, we've all been doing great, the kids, doing really, really well. They've got young guys to help them as well. Flynn, Bishop, they're all young, they're all youngish kind of guys, so. That's where it would only be unfair, but I'd have a problem with playing Dobra or any of the guys. No, because I've done it. I've, I've, I've done it with them. Uh, but what I don't want to do is just say, OK, young kid's in and he's playing, and you're the one that's going to catapult us up the league. That's, that's mm. a bit unfair on them, you know. Yeah, I guess on the flip side, you can get the fearlessness of you. You can get that, the... yeah. You can, you can definitely get, without a doubt, you can get get that. Uh, that. It's... Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the ones you judge. I don't have a problem with Dobra because I think his mentality is very strong. With that, I think all the kids, most of them I think they play without fear just because of the way they, the way they are here. You know. mm -hmm. um, no other injuries or, or knocks or anything from, from last weekend? How's Flynn? Because he, uh, he was feeling his groin, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he just slipped in the middle of the pitch one minute. I think he just slipped with it, so he's... Uh, He's okay. Uh, I think. I think. There's one or two little knocks, but I think we'll assess them small and see how they how they are. And were you sort of with, with the suspension? Does that make you think about your system or anything like that? You're going to stick to what you've been trying to do. You've always said it's a, it's about us. Yeah. And what you do. Well, we had a chat with the guys and we we, we spoke to them, and everybody does something. Put the ball in the net, regardless whether it's strikers, midfielders, or defenders. Because the football they've been playing is we enjoyed the football, and we're on top like that. You've got to score. So there's not too much, not too much wrong with 
the way we're playing. It's just taking the chances where if anything comes to you, you've got to be more ruthless than uh, in that box. Is there, is there enough goals now in this team? Because that's your two top goal scorers mm, now. They've yeah. contributed between yeah. James and Caden. Have, yeah. have contributed most of your yeah, goals. Will, yeah. You're confident enough that there's enough throughout the rest of the squad? We'll make chat without a doubt we'll create things. Without a doubt, no, you need guys to really hit, hit the money shot, really. Whether it's Freddie coming back or Bish coming back or Will coming back, or they guys have to have to score as well. And, and not just they guys, you've got to get more goals for everybody else. You can't just rely on your followers to, to score. But we'll certainly create, I know that. We've just got to take the chances when they come. I'm just finding you confident you'll finish in the top six still. I, I always am. Yeah. I, always am. We've got everything to play for. There's a lot of games to, to play. As I said before, let's see what happens. Come, mate. Yeah, great. Good right, luck. right, thanks. Is it now the top six? Is the top two beyond you now? Nah, you go for everything. You, you, you go for everything. You, until somebody mathematically says it's impossible, you, you go for it. So if we can get the top two, great. You go on a run, great. There's going to be a hell of a lot of twists and turns in this league before before anything decided. So uh, you never give up. You never give up until somebody says, nah, it's not possible, you know. And you mentioned uh, Dobro and Ben Morris. I think Ben Morris obviously is a similar sort of position fitness-wise to Freddie Sears. Isn't Same, it? yeah, long yeah. time, long time out. Yeah, so the, 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 kid, the kids have had really bad injuries as well. You know, it's been some horrific ones here. It's, it's happened. So the time scale—it's not just been a few weeks. It's been nearly a year. The kids have been out. You know, but I mean, they're, they're, they could get a chance from the bench at this sort of period with strikers out, and if they get it. There's a chance for them, isn't there? That's that. And, and it's, it's uh, they always say somebody's misfortune, somebody's gain. It's, uh, that's football. That's, that's how it kind of works. So, uh, but do you have a problem with the kids? No, because I know exactly what I see with them here. I watch them train with us at certain times and they, they all step up to the plate. They all do really, really well. So, yeah, but I don't have a problem with them playing. And then Blackpool? Got a caretaker manager at the moment. Does that? How does that work with the squad? Do squads take to um, caretaker managers, or are they kind of waiting for new men to be the, the, the permanent managers to be appointed? Is it a different atmosphere around the squad? Uh, I don't. I don't really know uh, how it, how they how they would feel where they think this is what it is, or wait for somebody else to come in. I, I'm never quite sure. I guess if, if the team loses, the easier. Easy answers are not never mind. A team wins where they say, okay, this guy's good. <laughs> so I guess they'll probably blow with the wind, you know. Do you know David Dunn? I know Danny, yeah. yeah. I know him. He was at Blackburn. He was a nice guy. He's he done, he done the kids up there at Blackburn. He's, uh, nah, he's, done, he's, done, he's a good guy. And we've been talking about Jack Lancaster for a little while. Where's he? Doing well. He's, um, dear, oh dear. What a injury that was as well. That is a. Uh, He's doing all right. He's he's on the grass and he's out there, but he's not getting any pain. I think for the first time in a long, long while, which is great. So, um, but you won't, I don't think you'll see Jack until next season in the pre-season. I think, but he's doing he, the pain's not there, which is which is a massive, massive thing for him. Okay. All right, all right. Thank you. All right. See you later on. See you later. Thanks.